Paxton teaching series this week. It's a joy to be able to come into your hearts and lives and homes over TV too and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, that's the answer to this world's problems today is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's, it's a privilege. It's, it's a tremendous honor to be counted faithful to be put into the ministry. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I want to read today from the book of Philippians. We're going to read in the fourth chapter, and uh, we're going to read verses 4 and 6. Philippians 4, verses 4 and 6. The Bible says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. Verse 6, Be careful for nothing, or be anxious for nothing, or don't worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Amen, Father. I ask that you bless my time with the people today, Lord God. Take your word, shoot it like an arrow of deliverance to our hearts, Lord. Set us free today by the power of the word of God. We ask it in Jesus' name giving you all the praise and the glory, and the people would say, Amen and Amen. Now, Philippians 4, verse 4, verse 6, uh, in the Amplified Version reads this way, Rejoice in the Lord always, delight, gladden yourselves in Him. You know, sometimes we live in a world where there's not a whole lot to be glad about if you don't know Jesus Christ. But thanks be to God today, in Christ you can gladden yourself. You can put a smile on that downcast countenance today, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what you're going through, no matter how the devil and wicked people have tried to attack you, no matter what might be going on in your body right now, you might have symptoms of some sickness or some disease, but you can gladden yourself. You can delight yourself in Christ Jesus. Amen? And that's what the Bible tells us to do. And he says, again I say, rejoice. Do not fret or have anxiety about anything. Praise God. Isn't that something? You and I today can have the joy of the Lord in our lives no matter what we face. The words joy and rejoice in their verb and noun forms are found 16 times in the four chapters written by the Apostle Paul in this epistle. It seems that Paul's primary goal here is to encourage believers to avoid becoming faint-hearted. Avoid becoming faint-hearted, dear one, when you're facing adversity. When you're facing trials, when you're facing tests that come from the adversary, Paul reminds the believers of the importance of remaining true to their faith in God even in the midst of adversity. Amen. Listen, if you live on the planet, as long as you're here, yeah, I heard someone say the other day, they told me, you know, Brother Land, I just don't have any trials. I don't have any tests. 
I wanted to write him a letter and address it to heaven. <laughs> because as long as you live on this planet, there's going to be tests, there's going to be trials, there's going to be adversities. There's going to be people and spirits that try to hinder you in your walk with Christ. But the Bible says to rejoice in the midst of your adversity. Paul wrote this letter from prison. I want that to sink in. You see, Paul did not write this epistle sitting in a mansion on Nob Hill. He wrote this epistle from prison where he was facing death. But he said to them simply, I'm still rejoicing so you can rejoice too. You know what? And, and I've thought about this a lot in the past months. But no matter what we're going through, and, and, and listen, I don't want to make light of anything that you're going through because some of it's terrible, horrible, bad. I mean, the devil is an evil devil. And the people that Satan inspires to follow him are evil people. They're, literally, people can become inculcated with evil. And it's hard to go through. It's hard to lose a job. It's hard to lose a child. It's hard to lose a spouse. It's hard to face financial setbacks in your life. But I've realized, beloved, that no matter what I go through, no matter what you go through, if you will look around you, you will always see that somebody has it worse. You see, this scripture mentioned that we should make everything known by prayer supplication with thanksgiving. You know, no matter what I find myself in as a believer, I can always be thankful that it isn't worse. I can always be thankful for the opportunity to share Christ. Amen. God has given me so many blessings. He has blessed you too. He has given you so much to be thankful for. I know that sometimes we have difficult days, but praise God, sometimes when I'm tempted to complain about how bad things are for me, uh, you know, I've often thought it would be a good thing to go down to the cancer ward at the hospital and visit and pray for some of those people and see that there are others that have far worse battles, perhaps, than we do. Amen. Paul is showing the believers in the Philippian church that no matter what they are going through, you can maintain your joy. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. You can beat the devil at his own game. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen. The devil did everything he could do to shut this ministry up. He recruited some wicked people to help him do it. The devil's done everything he could do to kill this evangelist. Some of you that are watching me right now, the devil's done everything he can do to destroy you, but you're still here because the devil cannot destroy you, praise God. Hallelujah to God. You can beat the devil at his own game. How, Brother Paxton? Don't lose your joy. Don't lose your victory. Don't lose your testimony, praise God. You can beat the devil at his own game. Paul 
Paul was able to keep his joy in the most trying times of his life. And that proves to us, beloved, that joy is not based on circumstances. Joy is not some emotional roller coaster exalting us one moment and deserting us the next. Let me tell you something. God will never desert you. I don't care how dark it is right now in your life. God will never desert you. The reason that the Apostle Paul had such wonderful joy is because of his intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what you need today, and that's what I need. An intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, not simply dating Jesus on the weekend. We need to fall in love with Jesus. Amen? He needs to become our all in all. And He imparts to our spirit being joy. And that joy is not based on circumstances. Paul's intimate relationship with Jesus Christ brought him more joy than anything else in this world. And he wants every believer, God wants every Christian, every believer to discover this very same joy that Paul wrote about in the book of Philippians. Amen. And we can do it. Praise God. Look at Philippians chapter 3 and verse 1. And I'm just going to read part of it to you. Uh, you can read the whole verse there. I'm going to read part of it from the Amplified Version. The Bible says, Delight yourselves in the Lord and continue to rejoice that you are in Him. Hey, sometimes we think what we're going through is really horrible, and it, it truly is, but just think of what it would be like without Christ in our lives. Just think about what your circumstances would be like without Christ in your circumstances. And beloved, I don't care what you're going through. It, it, it looks bad. It looks hopeless. It looks desperate. But God is in everything. He's using that circumstance for the good in your life. Praise God. Man, that's enough to give you joy. Amen. No matter, no matter what you are going through, Nothing can change the fact that you, if you're born again, washed in the blood of Jesus, you are in Him. You are in Christ. And in Him, you can do all things through Christ which strengthens you. You can go through. You cannot give up. You can make it through to victory, praise God, if you're in Him. In Him, you can overcome all things. In Him. You can have the promises of God fulfilled in your life. Praise the Lord. Well, Brother Paxton, my circumstances say something different to me. Well, forget about it. Get over it. And start rejoicing in the Lord today. Just start praising Him right now, right in the midst of your crisis, right in the midst of your circumstances. Just begin to praise God for the, just for the God He is. Amen? And be thankful. Have a thankful heart. Have an attitude of gratitude. Praise God for everything that God has done and is doing and will do for you. Praise the Lord today. That's something to be joyful about. Amen. Paul's joy was irrepressible. Paul's joy was so constant even when it appeared that he was suffering. And you know something, beloved? There is a suffering church in the world today. Those Christians in that poor, beleaguered nation of Sudan and many other nations around the world that are being oppressed by the forces of hell 
but they have joy. They have the joy of the Lord, and that's what keeps us going from day to day. Praise God. It wasn't just Paul's faith, but also joy that was a distinguishing quality of his life. This is why Paul uttered the challenge to the believers in Philippi to remain steadfast. That's what we need in the church today, beloved. Remain steadfast in, in the face of any assault that's leveled against you. Philippians 1.28 states, to not be terrified in anything by your adversaries. Don't let your adversaries bring a spirit of terror upon you. Praise God. Because we're in Christ and we have the victory. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, the Bible says. Even our faith. And that's faith properly placed in the finished work of Christ upon the cross. Amen. Paul told the believers that what God started in them, He'll complete it. Philippians 1.6 That good work that God started in you and I today, beloved God, will be faithful to perform it, hallelujah, to the coming of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Paul is telling these Philippian Christians that they must never give up. I don't like quitters. Oh, I've been tempted to quit. I've been tempted to throw in the towel. I've been tempted to say, chuck it all. Cast it off and go on and feel sorry for myself. But I'm not going to do that. The Bible tells us to never give up. Paul prayed for these believers that their joy in Christ will overflow so that they will not only be triumphant against every adversary, but you see, beloved, joy is contagious. And praise God, when you're walking in the joy of the Lord, that joy will go off onto somebody else who has a downcast countenance. Praise God. We can lift people up if we'll walk in joy. If you can maintain your joy today, then you will always possess the courage of a lion regardless of what you're going through. Maintaining your joy will enable you, my dear friend, to stand fast in the Lord, to hold fast to Christ. Amen. Praise God. Paul told the believers that if they could stand fast, there will come a peace in their lives that is beyond comprehension. Let's look at Philippians 4 and verse 7. This is what the Bible says. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding. Sometimes we don't understand. Hey, look what I'm going through, but how come I've got such a peace? You know, it's because I'm united to Christ. And He's the author of peace. Praise God. This peace that comes from God passeth all understanding, and it shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. We can have the courage and the boldness of a lion. We can have a strong heart, a strong mind, if we'll maintain joy in the midst of every adversity. What more could you need if you have joy? If you have courage, if you have peace, when your faith is being tested, what more do you need? There's no way that you can lose when these spiritual forces are present in your life. Psalm 5.11 says, 
And this is from the Amplified Version. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice, because thou defendest them. <laughs> hey, praise God. You don't have to seek uh, revenge. You don't have to seek to, to knock that trial out of the way all by yourself, because God defends you. God makes a covering over you, the Bible says. Satan cannot defeat us when we maintain our joy in the Lord. It's when we allow ourselves to become like those described in Lamentations and Joel that we get into trouble. Uh, Lamentations 5.15 says, The joy of our heart has ceased. And Joel 1 and 12 says, Joy is withered away from the sons of men. You see, that is Satan's chief aim, is to steal your joy. But no matter what you're going through today, dear friend, no matter what faces you, no matter what trial, test, or adversity, you must declare. You must make it, I mean, say it right out your mouth, just like David did in Psalm 35, verse 9. My soul shall be joyful in the Lord. Go on, say it. My soul shall be joyful in the Lord. Sometimes you've got to talk to yourself and demand that your joy rise up even if you don't feel like it. Amen. Hey, I don't base myself on what I feel like. If I do, I'm in real trouble. I base my life on the Word of God. And that Word is guaranteed by the blood of Jesus Christ that He shed on Calvary's cross. Amen. My, my dear friend today, you could never put a price on how valuable your joy is. You can never put a price on how valuable your peace is. I mean, peace is a powerful friend. No matter what you're going through, and in your life when it looks just like nothing seems to be working for you, you've got joy and you've got peace, praise God. And that will see you through. Let the devil know that you still have your joy and there's not a thing he can do to make you let go of it. <laughs> Praise God. That devil's a dirty devil. You know what? He'll try to crush you. He'll try to oppress you, suppress you, depress you. But you just tell him, I've still got my joy in the Lord and there ain't nothing you can do about it, devil. Praise God. When Satan has done his best to take away everything that you have, Still maintain your joy, and ultimately, ultimately, you'll have the victory. You're on your way to victory. You're on your way to a great victory in the Lord if you'll maintain the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. Praise God. Let's read um, Jeremiah 33, 11. Jeremiah 33, 11, and the Bible says this. The voice of joy and the voice of gladness. The voice of them that shall say, Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good and His mercy endureth forever. And of them that shall bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. You see, when we go to church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, I pray that you can go all three of those times because you need to if it's possible. If you have to work, that's one thing, but if you're just tired, get up and go to church. Amen. Praise God. Now, come on now, y'all can go fishing later. 
You need to walk into that house of God. And you might have experienced a week of trials and tests, but go in there bringing the sacrifice of praise unto God. Oh, there's a power in that. Praise the Lord. And then he says, For I will cause to return the captivity as at the first, saith the Lord. The Amplified Version states, Reverse and return. I want to tell you today that if you will keep your joy, Amen. No matter what Satan has hit you with, no matter how the devil has come against you, if you will keep your joy, God is going to reverse your bad situation. And He's going to return you, hallelujah, to that life of faith, to that life of victory, to that life of power. Restoration of everything that the devil has stolen from you is a direct result of you maintaining your joy. I know that what I'm telling you isn't the easiest thing in the world to do. But you can do it. You're a child of God. You can do it. It'll take some determination. It'll take a lot of determination. But isn't every, having everything restored worth the effort? I mean, you can have your peace restored, your love restored, your positive outlook restored. Isn't it worth it to maintain that joy? Settle it in your heart right now, beloved, that nothing, nothing, nothing is going to steal your joy. Settle it in your heart right now that you're going to rejoice in the Lord no matter what the devil, no matter what wicked people, no matter what evil circumstances tries to do in your life. No matter how impossible the situation might look, settle it. I'm going to maintain the joy of the Lord. Settle it in your heart right now, my dear friend, that Satan's just not going to get you down. Just tell the devil I can't lose with the stuff I use. Praise God. Settle it in your heart right now. That you're going to stay focused. You're going to focus on the Word of God. Excuse me. And nothing is going to keep you from being absolutely victorious in life. Shout it boldly. Say, hey devil, I've still got my joy. And there's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely refuse to let Satan take your joy. Praise God. Don't let Satan steal your joy. And if he can't steal your joy, he cannot steal the promises of God from becoming a manifested reality in your life. Why? Because of the blood of Jesus Christ that sealed the covenant. Beloved, praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now for my television audience. Lord God, I don't know what situation that they're in, but Father, restore the joy of the Lord to them right now, which is our strength. And we praise you for it, and we bless your holy name for it in Jesus' name. Praise God. Well, uh, we had to rush right through that little lesson today, but I pray it's been a blessing to you. And until the next time that you and I can come together around the Word of God and have a Bible study, this is Evangelist Len Paxton saying, Go with God, and He will go with you. Bless you.